everyone. Welcome to episode 62 of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. What a week. What a crazy week. What a crazy week. What a crazy two weeks. Like We have so many things. We've had some great guests on, but we haven't had a chance to talk about some places that we visited prior to that. I mean, we have been to a lot of places that we have not discussed on the pod. Yeah, and guess what? What? Now's the time. Oh my gosh. Well, I can't wait. Well, I want to start with Beef and Bottle. A lot of people oh. in our lives were very excited that we were going to try Beef and Bottle, namely yeah. our two besties, um, Sarah and Chrissy Beth. They both love Beef and Bottle, and they had a feeling that we were going to love it, too. Where was their feeling? In their hearts. Oh. Where else do you get feelings? Um, Don't answer I haven't that. felt anything for a long time, so I don't know. Poor Jason. Anyway, burning the candle at both ends, this pug. Yeah. <laughs> Beef and bottle was nice, though. As Olivia said on last podcast, calling someone a pug is the highest compliment. Yeah, I it's love true. That. Yeah, so we went to Beef and Bottle for Jason's birthday. He's 32 now, so he joined the 32 club. Yeah. Which makes me feel better. Uh, what'd you think, birthday boy? Um, I really liked it, it for what it was, which was. It was definitely an old school type steakhouse. I mean, it felt like we were going back to the 1970s. Very dark. As my dad said when we were going over there, it's so dark you could do basically anything to your date if you took him there. It's that quote. And Bernie, apparently, he did back yeah, in the day. Yeah, back in the day. He did some I groping he, in he the He might darkness. have me too'd my mom. I don't know. That's yeah, what it sounds like. She didn't have like. any comment, but yeah. It yeah, didn't. she didn't seem like she was upset about it. But it didn't seem like they were good memories that she <laughs> wanted to reflect on. So they, so obviously Beef and Bottle has been around for a long time. I mean, 40 plus years. So it's a Charlotte institution um, known for their states. I would say their states were very good. And for the price point, I mean, I got a ribeye for $39. Like that was a great deal. Like it was just as good as one of the major state houses in town. And for $39 plus a salad and a side, boom, chicka, boom, boom. So cheaper than Sullivan's or Oh, yeah. I mean, that, Grill. that would have been 60 plus $75, yeah. almost double the price. Right. Or BLT. Yeah. yeah. For an equally, I don't know. I don't know if I like, I got a filet. I don't know if I liked it as much as BLT. I probably liked yeah, I mean, it better than Capital Grill or Sullivan's. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's up there, though. Like, it's debatable. Like, it, it, you're getting quality meat when you go there. They do this horseradish-encrusted horse option on their steaks, and I got it on my filet, and I was a little bit unsure about it, but the waiter recommended it, so I went for it. We had a great waiter. Um, and it was like a big mound of fresh horseradish that was slightly charred on the top. And oh. sometimes when you get horseradish... It's as an fresh. add-on, or, well, it's like a sauce. It's more of like a cream sauce. Yeah. And I didn't really know what to expect when they said encrusted, um, but it was just a, you know, right, it was only on top, um, so you could kind of moderate it, but it was a really, like, it was a huge amount of it, and I love it. I love the tang of horseradish with my steak. I got my steak rare, and, I mean, they really, they were true to that to the point that it was almost a little, you know, what do they say, blue, black and blue. A little too rare for you. <laughs> it was maybe. pretty rare. So maybe, you know, believe them that they know how to cook a steak, which I should have. Um, and I think that when steaks are cooked properly, I think I, I like a true medium rare. The problem okay. is you, you go to so many shitty places where a medium rare is a medium. 
Yeah. Here's a pro tip. Mm-hmm. I always like to add, because different states should be cooked at different temperatures. Mm-hmm. Like a filet, I think, is actually good rare, but the ribeye should be medium rare. And if you're going to a good place, you should always ask what the chef recommends and have the chef do it the way it's supposed to be done. I noticed that that's what you did. So is that why you're recommending it? That's exactly why I'm recommending it. Oh. Yeah. Worked out for you. Insider so, trick. So you had, I had the ribeye rib, rib that would had the crab? Or it had blue cheese on top. Just blue cheese. They also had an option that had crab. Yeah. Um, Jason and I sat at different good. ends of the table. We had grandma between us, which is yeah. our favorite way to be. What Between um, two walnuts. Yeah, between two walnuts is where grandma was. Um, there, the other that's an inside high, so, joke just for us. That's a way for us to make up because we were fighting. We haven't been fighting. So that's, that's my piece offering. I was just getting yelled at. I wasn't arguing. Um. Oh, wow. <laughs> passive uh, aggressive, passive aggression is not a fight, people. Um. It's a way of life. There, yeah, exactly. You can get a shirt that says passive aggressive is a way of life. Because <laughs> I believe that. Um, it's the way and the truth for Jason. There, would you, would you? Would you sing out, Louise? Would you would you speak from your belly, from your diaphragm right here? What am I not doing that? Yeah, I want to, I want you to project. You just, you just really turned me on with where you touched me. I'm not gonna say where I touched him, but Use it was your on his diaphragm if you know where that is. Use your imagination. Um Sing out Louise. Okay, here's the thing I will say that I wasn't so impressed with beef and bottle. The sides. I thought the sides were okay. Like everyone talks about the mushrooms, everyone talks about uh what else do they talk about? Well, can I tell you something that you might not know? Because I don't know if I told you. Um, Jason and I have been so busy to the point where, honestly, we don't even talk except for doing these podcasts. This is the this is the first time we spoke. I'm okay. not joking. What, so, but right before, well, before we went to Beef and Bottle, Sarah texted me and said, "Don't get the mushrooms." She said that the sides are a weak spot, and she said that she prefers any version of the potatoes over the mushrooms, even though Sarah, like us, enjoys mushrooms generally. Uh, I will say I did. And she was right. They I liked my, so I got a, almost like a potato pancake was my potato. Yeah, you got the fried cheesy like, potatoes. It was good. It wasn't fantastic. I, I will say what was very good, though, was the onion rings with that sauce. Oh. That the, the waiter said best onion rings in Charlotte. I didn't hear him say that. No, that was true. Well, I'm not going to disagree with him. Definitely. So the onion rings were the way to go. We got also a tuna appetizer, like a raw tuna appetizer. That was okay. Well, I wanted to get the oysters, but because your parents were paying and they were right there and I couldn't nudge Jason under the table, they had like this whole sampler with oysters Well, I was going to get that and then I said, who else wants it? I know, but no. your parents were like, no, we don't. But I, I was trying to catch your eye at the end of the table. But Emily wanted it and you and Adam wanted it. No, but so. then your mom made the ultimate decision. Yeah. Well, no, I would have done it. It was your birthday. They said you could have whatever you yeah, wanted. Yeah, I would have ordered that. Well, let's go back in time. Yeah. I mean... I had just, I thought that your potatoes were going to be like scalloped potatoes. So I didn't have any regret when I saw that they were basically potato croquettes, like yeah. little fried balls. They didn't look that good. I didn't try them. I just had a straight up, you know, baked potato. So, I mean, it's hard to fuck that Yeah, up. you can't really go wrong, but yeah. it's perfect with a filet, in my opinion. So that's what I had. Um, we got the Caesar salad, Jason and I both did, and it was like 70% cheese. Which, which I like. Which Jason, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of I that. like the type of, Adam, my brother, declares that the French onion soup is the best French onion soup in Charlotte. You did, you should have got that. Well, he has terrible taste in food, like to the point where 
he still gets angry with us about taking him to Rose's luxury, yeah, which he the, didn't pay for and think, he didn't wait I for. I think they know that's good. I think they're just playing a game because they just know that it makes us upset. He doesn't like BLT. He, likes, he doesn't no, have good taste no, in but, food. No, but he likes all the places we go in Vegas. Like He really likes and they're all good. So but I he think gets like a... He just plays it cool. He gets a stick up the butt and he like gets a certain... Whenever we pick a place, he doesn't like it. So did you not pick the place in Vegas? Like what makes that different? No, I did play the places in Vegas. He's got a stick up the butt. I think he just likes to play it cool. Oh. Like he thinks he's cool. Does he ever? Let's turn this into a therapy session where I talk about your brother. Yeah, you have something against him. I don't know why. We have a personality conflict because we have the same personality. <laughs> and we're both little bitches. <laughs> so. And you can't have two little bitches in one family. And guess what? I'm in the family now and I win. <laughs> so he's got a man up. All right. Uh, we did not get dessert. Oh, instead of bread, they have uh, crackers and cheese. Well, Adam said they have bread and they Dip. normally bring it out. Actually, I think I did see other tables get but, bread. Hmm. But I did let like, us know if, I if did you like got the bread. cheese spread. The other thing I really liked about it was um, they have a sign on the door that literally says, "You have your table for two hours. Like, get out." Yeah, and they did. They told us that when we made the reservation. They but said, we were there for. Hours. But the, here's the thing about that: is that like then it's the job of the waiter to pace you. Yeah, we could like, have easily been out within two hours. Like, yeah, if you finish the meal and you're hanging out there, then that's one thing. But like. We weren't hanging out. It took two and a half hours. But they also didn't rush us. Nobody said anything, so it ended up being not a problem. But it was just weird that they said it was going to be a rush. And then we had like 20 minutes before we ordered, 40 minutes before the salads came out, 20 minutes between the salads and the entree. So I just thought that was odd. Great place to live. I don't like the way they do that. I think what they should do is what other restaurants do when they want to turn a table, which is just go faster and then leave the check. That was my like, exact point. Yeah. Literally what I just said. Well, I just wanted to echo your point because it's a very good point. Let me hear you echo. Um, echo. 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 Uh, I'll say one, the final closing thing on Beef and Bottle, mm-hmm. which is I really liked it. I would go back. It's like a cool place to hang out. Great place for... A birthday, like good, good vibes in there. Old school vibes, uh, classic Charlotte place. If you haven't been, you should go. I agree. I really, I'm going to echo. Not, that's my turn. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I liked the vibe. Like, I, you know, it's, it, it's special because of what, what it is, not because of the food. Yeah. I mean, the food's solid. The food's good. And for the price point, The food's not great. bad, but the food wasn't like, we weren't like rolling our eyes back in our head, like doing our happy dance. It was just like, yeah, it's good steak. You know, yeah. like it's sort of what you expect, um, but it's a fun occasion place because of the atmosphere. Word. Yeah. You think you're going to go there next year for 33 when we have well, a baby? Well, you know what's else good? I just made everything? you stutter. <laughs> um, are we pregnant? Are you pregnant? Yeah, that's why I've been such a mega bitch. Well, that would at least explain it. Can you imagine, like, I'm <laughs> you gonna pregnant? I'm going to live in another country. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> what's what's also good about Beef and Bottle too is like everyone, like old people, love it because it makes them feel like it's been around forty years, still has that vibe. Like my my parents love that. Mm-hmm. Like when you bring them to like a a new age place, like they they're like. They don't get it so much. So it's a great place for everyone in the family to be happy. Like most people, people like to know, they like to be on top of it. And when you take them to a trendy place, they feel under it. Yeah. At Beef and Bottle, they can feel over it, if you know what I'm saying. I am 
I'm following you. So that weekend that we went to Beef and Bottle was like, oh my gosh, with the eating. Yeah. I ate like straight salads after that because the morning after Beef and Bottle, we went to Loft and Cellar. Oh. Now you might, might remember we went to Loft and Cellar back in January of 2018. And we so crushed almost it. Almost a year ago. By crushed it, we mean. We got the chef fired. We Yeah, I mean, we caused a major turnover. So we discussed it on the pod. We never wrote it up on the blog because... It just wasn't that good. I mean, you know, we... And, and to be honest... We wrote up woos, because, but that was like a shockingly that was, that horrible experience. Like, we don't usually go and write up places that are bad just to get our rocks off. So, you know, we didn't write it up, but we had a pretty freaking bad experience. So just to refresh your memory, um, we had really bad service. It was disjointed and slow um they brought out a carbonara with an egg yolk um on the pasta that was like hard-boiled so someone in our party went to poke it and like no the the waitress said you know the way to eat this is to poke it and we're like yeah we tried right that was that was the end of that story so we were like oh this egg is broken and she was like no you didn't do it right and we just like in front of her like stabbed this hard-boiled yolk and she was like pretty much blamed us (laughs) Yeah, the service, honestly, I didn't think the food was terrible. Like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. The service was absolutely terrible. And I thought the food was, like, pretty freaking mediocre. And the atmosphere was worse than honest. the atmosphere. We hated the atmosphere, and we hated the name. Yeah. We didn't understand why it was called Loft and Cellar, and Jason didn't know why it was okay just to join up two random word, two related words and make yeah. up the name of your restaurant, like Merchant and Trade, Loft and Cellar. So he started calling it Table and Lamp. Yeah. And so that's what we call it. But then Greg Coyer slid into our DMs. Like a slithering snake. And I was like, oh, yeah, boy. And he was like. He DM'd you? He DM'd me. Oh, wow. What were you wearing? (laughs) Nothing. Oh, wow. (laughs) And he was like, we're doing the second round of our media invite. Chrissy had been to the first round, so she got to go for dinner, and she was also invited to the second one for brunch. But we made the second tier list oh yes we did we'll take we'll take any list B-list celebrity b-list we'll us all it. the way we're not complaining so he was like we're doing our second round of media invites for brunch this time and we'd love to have you out and i said we'd love to be a part of it mr coyer and then i winked but it was dm so he couldn't see you didn't do a winky smile i didn't face. send the emoji you know i tried to play it cool but i could have so we went for brunch um it looks exactly the same, which is to say... Not great. Horrible. Horrible. So I guess we eat in the loft because there isn't upstairs. I mean, I guess we eat in the cellar because, we yeah, we haven't been to the loft, whatever the upstairs is. But So speaking only for the downstairs, it's just barren in there. There's no artwork. And the tables are arranged in such a way that, like, they don't even make sense. Like, you've got tables and booths joined up where you couldn't even fit... Like, you wouldn't know how somebody would get to the other end of the booth. Yeah. It was like somebody's Make-A-Wish project. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that because that's <laughs> that's just not right. But it was like um, an intern at an architecture firm was like, I'm going to give this a stab. And uh, they shouldn't. It was like their first year of architecture school when they're failing out and they realize, hey, architecture isn't for me. It's like when you're decorating <laughs> a house on The Sims, but you don't know the cheat code to get more money and you're eight yeah exactly right so it's like it's gonna look like shit and you don't have any money yeah that's a good way to put it too <laughs> do you remember the cheat code um i didn't play video games like rosebud that's good to know 
And you could just every time I was you hit, making actual money when you were using a cheat. Every code. time you hit Rosebud, you got like a thousand dollars, and that's you could make your people live the life of luxury. That's good you didn't play that. The Sims. No, I played NFL Blitz. You're such a man. N64. You're such a real man. So we I didn't played real sports. We didn't outside. like the decor, the service. We are not going to speak to because a media event. Especially the way this one was run. I mean, it's it was run like a ter- the media event was terribly run. Are we going to go there? Okay, the but, media event was terribly. But run. I don't blame. Like it seemed like everybody else's service was fine. So yeah, the people in the actual like yeah, people who had come in were having good service. Judge them, but and Greg Collier was down there working his ass off in the kitchen, which is which is really the actual cellar because the kitchen's in the basement. Yeah, we're in like the uh, purgatory. In the purgatory, and then we don't know what's going on. In <laughs> but the here's here's the loft. thing: when you have, but he you, was. It's not his fault. It, well, it is because when you're inviting media people, like you have to have your shit in a row, and it's really not complicated. Like you just have one waiter who's assigned. There was only twelve people there. Yeah, you have it wasn't one a waiter huge who's assigned, and then you just have them wait on you. It was hard to get drinks. It was hard to get food. The waiter brought out dishes, and he'd be like, "Who wants this one?" And there yeah. were twelve hungry well, people. Well, and there were three tables, and he would put like everything on one table, mm-hmm. and it never got to any other table, and it was just a complete mess. Yeah. So they needed to, and then they had all these dishes out for us to take pictures of, but then not enough food to eat. So, yeah, yeah, it was. But here's the thing: the stuff that we ate was freaking delicious. Yeah, food was excellent. Way better than before. Way better, like, and I think better than the yolk. I, you know, Jake, you love the yolk. But I, you only went I'm to the okay. yolk one time. I'm just okay on it. I've been there. I've been there two or three times with you now. I don't think. I don't think you have. I totally have. Um, I'll never forget what happened there. No, uh, I like it there. I just, I, I felt like it, it's a little more upscale. Yeah. No, the food was delicious. I have to say, like my I, favorite I, thing was the French and toast. They were doing a brunch thing, which is a pretty good deal. Twenty five dollars each for three courses. Like that's a pretty solid deal. The only other place I know that is Vivace, and I think I like it there too. It's fun to go to brunch and get three courses. Yeah, you know, I mean, because you know, it's probably your a lot of times when you eat a big brunch, like that's the biggest meal you eat all day, so you might as well go for it. Um, yeah, and they have these chicken skins, like fried chicken skins that we didn't get to try that are, they're on the brunch menu, and I think they're on the dinner menu too, and I'm dying to try them. But my favorite thing was the French toast, which I normally never get. Because I think French toast is very one-dimensional and boring. Like, not this French toast. Yeah. It was citrus-scented. It had a, it had a jalapeno sauce, and it had white chocolate whipped cream, mm. with almonds. It was freaking amazing. Ugh. He also did this dish called Grandma's Hands, yeah. which was a sweet... All the dishes had fun names, like go-to and, you know, I don't know, just fun things. I can't remember them all right yeah. now, but like grandma's hands was a sweet potato pancake with a curry butter on the side. Yeah. Just super fun flavors. He also makes his biscuits with cocoa and we didn't get to try those, but we saw them and really want to try those. And he also has this dish that's a cornmeal hoe cake and it's served with a sorghum butter and a ham hock jam. So it's pretty much like, it's almost like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. Cause like the sorghum butter was really thick. And kind of nutty. Um, it's just really cool. Who are you calling hoe cake? Hoe cake. The, my favorite dish was actually, it was a, a brisket hash that was very good. I didn't try that one. That was... That uh, was getting intense where people were fighting for that dish, and I yeah. just didn't want to throw Chrissy my hat I, in the ring. Chrissy and I won the battle. Yeah, and AJ. Age. 
AJ was hungry. He was like, what the heck's going on here? We, AJ and I were getting really mad. And then we, yeah, we were not going to say what we did, but it was embarrassing. Yeah, we, we made um, fools of ourselves. But <laughs> no, let's just say what we did. You know what else? No, we don't need to tell the people. You know what? I Why? Because like, you did it. You always love to call me out. No, all I did was they had the... Oh, he's going to tell you. They just had... They had display dishes. They had display dishes. Was basically the dishes that they make. They, they should be serving you anyway because it's going to go to waste. Right. So we just walked up there and ate them. Like it's a, not that like embarrassing. Don't you no, feel better not. now that you said it? Um, I also like liked he came, off. Greg Collier came to talk to us. And You say uh, it differently than me. Collier. You say it like a real Southern guy. Greg Collier came to talk <laughs> to us. And uh, he had a huge thing of... Um, Orange juice, like a vat. He was drinking a vat of orange juice. Came yeah. up. No one said anything to him except this one guy at the end who seemed blackout drunk who was like, <laughs> I loved everything. And he made a fool out of himself. Yeah, Greg Clear was best. He was like, so what'd you guys think? <laughs> he was just, he's really laid back and he's a great chef. And um, yeah. he's actually not going to be there permanently. I don't know if you read my blog post. I haven't yet. That I posted last night. But um, he's... I read this He's from just setting up the, menu. the illustrious Kathleen Purvis, who did an interview with him about a month ago. Um, yeah, he's like going to be there for three to six months to kind of get them on the right course, set the menu. Yeah. So it's just a stint. But I, I also figured out via Yelp and from you, because in Kathleen Purvis's article, it says that the Yolk is going to remain open. But it's not, right? Yeah. Yelp has it as temporarily closed until November. It's closed. 12th? Because he's opening it uptown now. The Yolk? Yeah. It's going to 7th Street Market. Oh, that's right. Wake up. Um, <sighs> that's, what, that's why you should have read the blog post so you could edit it. Um, anyway, so that night, didn't we go eat that night too? Yeah, we went to Oku. Jesus. We don't need to talk about Oku. Oku's solid. Oku's got sushi. We didn't get to the good things we did. All right, so the next day we ate again. Yeah. I mean, I guess you eat a lot every day, but this just felt excessive this weekend, that weekend that's in question. But we went to Yume. Yes. Which people keep calling Yume to me. Well, that's just a... And I'm like, Jessica from The Sweet Soul is in charge of the PR, and she calls it Yume. Yeah. Why would you call it Yume? I I don't know. Why? Okay. Um, this was the that. day that the Panthers came back and won against the Eagles. They were down 17 nothing in the fourth quarter and came back and won. Epic comeback. Mm-hmm. You all remember it. We were all um, So everyone was in a good mood because it was right after the game. We all roll in there. And uh, what do we see there? We see an 80-pound tuna that was flown in from Hawaii. There's just an 80-pound tuna sitting there. and we're Looking like, at us with his big tuna We're like, eyes. what's going to happen with this tuna? And they freaking cut it up and made it into sushi right in front of us. It was really cool. I really, uh, one of the coolest things I've seen in events is I've always wondered like, Hey, when you get the whole fish in, how do you like slice it up? How do you butcher it the proper way? Just goes to show you how fresh everything is there. And they also greeted us with a cocktail that tasted as Julia from Charlotte Chomp said, like a Pez candy. And that was the best description. Like it was, I don't usually like sweet cocktails, but it, it wasn't like it was sweet, but it was sweet in a way that it had dimension. It wasn't just loaded up with syrup. I don't know what the heck was in it, but it was like pinkish purple. It looked like magic and it's not on the, it wasn't on the menu yet. So I'm sure it's going to get added. But if you look on our Charlotte stories, it's on there, but it was freaking the best. Like, so they greeted us with the best cocktail, an 80 pound tuna. So, but let's go back to the tuna for a second. So mm-hmm. the 80 pound tuna costs $3,000. So, 
and they bring it in once a week. So that's how much tuna they're they're serving. And then they dropped a little bit of it on the ground. And oh yeah, they dropped it and they picked it up, and we didn't know what happened. But obviously, that's a five hundred piece. I mean, at least a five hundred. I would think it would be crazy if they didn't wash it off and serve it. Yeah, that'd be a huge waste. Yeah, it's fine. It's um, fine. I mean, if don't you use things that you drop on the floor? I, eat I, things I, I drop I, on the floor. If that thing was sitting on the ground for two weeks, I would eat it <laughs> outside. Yeah. If yeah. maggots around it, I would eat it. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It would, yeah. So, but it was just funny because. The guy dropped a little section and everybody gasped in it because it was on Instagram stories and it was just very dramatic. Yeah. Very dramatic. Um, I I really liked you, man. I want to go back and get – I thought all the sushi was good. Um, they also had a bunch of yakitori and other stuff. They, one of the best things they had was a squid ball. It was yeah. almost like a hush puppy, but – It's called yakitaki. You're called yakitaki. No, taco – well, something like that, but it's a fried squid ball and it's so freaking good. And it's apparently a street food in Japan. I w- yeah. Here's the thing. I want to go to Japan before we have kids. I've decided. Okay. That's like the last thing I want to do. It sounds good. Before we have kids. All right. Cause I'll feel like if we have kids and I haven't been to Japan and like, cause you know, you never know what's going to happen. I'll feel sad. Okay. We can do that. Anyway. So apparently they have it as street food uh, sure, don't, don't, don't. and they put it on sticks. Yeah. So it check was out really Yume, good. very good right next to Bardo. And they have, is, the ramen looks excellent, but it was filled with corn. And so I'm going to go when we go separately and get mine without corn. I can't wait. All right, let's let's get to the real What's meal. What's the real? The real meal. Bardo? Yeah. Okay. So we had Amanda Britton on the podcast that evening or that morning. I got my timeline all wrong. And she invited us to come out to a very special Bardo dinner the next night, a Monday night. Um, so they're doing a series, and they I don't know how many different chefs they're having. The next one is with the guy from Zeppelin, but they had... I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on November 17th, 18th. Um, and they're always tasting menus. Yeah, so we... Um, so this one was super special. It was Chef Jake... How do you say his last name? Bickelhaupt. Bickelhaupt. Um, yeah, sounds German to he's, me. He's uh, if you've seen forty forty two grams on Netflix, mm-hmm. there's a documentary about him. Uh, chef Mike Knoll, who is the head chef at Bardo, had worked with him in Chicago. Um, he's a two Michelin star chef, and he came and basically right now his eventual goal is to open up a another restaurant, but he's just doing pop ups. So he just came for one night only. Um, and did a pop-up, and we have never seen 42 grams, which I feel like, we who need are to. we? Because everyone at this meal, like, it wasn't just Charlotte people. It was half Charlotte people and half people who had, like, flown in for this meal. Who had heard about it. Like, yeah. Like, this was, this was a huge event. Like, one of the coolest events I've been to in Charlotte, like, it, the, the quality of the food was, I mean... It's going to be a top five meal of 2018. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, he's he's such a good chef that last night, so he's in L.A. right now, and he's probably doing a pop-up. Um, and we're going to L.A. Tomorrow. And we're going to L.A., so maybe we'll get to it's facto. go to see him. But guess where he was cooking last night? Where? At Fred Durst's house. Oh, yeah, of course. For like a private event in Fred Durst's house. And maybe you don't chocolate starfish. Yeah, maybe you're not you're not a huge Limp Biscuit fan anymore. But you know what? I bet you were. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were because we all were. They were number one on TRL a lot of times for a long time. Yeah. So 
Carson Daly knows, you know. But yeah, we had a great dinner there and he did some things and so did Amanda Britton along with her boyfriend, Larry Suggs, with food and drink that, yeah, I mean, we say Bardo, it's true that Bardo is the best restaurant in Charlotte. You don't feel like you're in Charlotte. This was like that times 10. Like this meal was so transformative, even above and beyond the regular Bardo experience. Yeah. Um, he did sweetbreads. Yeah, so the so the dish oh of the God. night was the sweetbread, and it was had a eggplant crusted um, shell on the outside, and it was it might be the best dish of the year. And we've been to Noma Austria Francescana. Uh, I don't know if it's the best dish of the year, but it's definitely I, I, top five. I, 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 I said it was might be, Ooh. and it was really freaking good. Um, I have to really think about it because. As I was eating, I was like, wow, this is something special. Everything that, that we had was just mind-blowing. The other one I really liked, they had a duck um, where they had a liver mousse. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry, a foie gras mousse. And this foie gras mousse like, was one of the best things I've ever had, too. Uh, just exceptional all the way through, all the flavors, all the textures. Um, and Amanda Britton, her, uh, her cocktails... Her first cocktail was a coconut something that was delicious. And then her last one was a toasted coconut infused rum with a bunch of other things. And then she carbonated it. And it was, it was mind blowing. That that cocktail was on her game. That cocktail was so inventive and cool and just, just incredible. So everyone needs to go to Bardo and support them. I know we talk about Bardo every freaking week. You're probably sick of it, but you're it's probably really like, why that do they good. talk about Bardo? And like, if you ever see a pop-up with Jeff Jake, Chef Jake Bickelhaupt, you need to get on that. Bickelhaupt. And they're doing more, yeah, like more pop-ups. So yeah. just keep an eye on Bardo and, you know, yeah. if definitely go there for the lamb slider if they ever have it again. We're still a little salty about that. Yeah. Um, but I would just say like you have to go there. You have to go there. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But you need to go there and support them because what they're doing is really going to transform the Charlotte food scene. And we feel like it's just kind of under the radar right now. And soon, like, no one's – you're not going to be able to walk in. You're going to have to make a reservation two months in advance. So go while you can. Well, one other thing we wanted to talk about quickly is that we went to an event to celebrate QC exclusive at Copan which is Rooster's new private event space. And also they do um, like you can order baked goods for events. So it's not a bakery where you can go in and buy it off the shelf, but they do special orders, um, particularly something to keep in mind with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. You can order pies from them, but they also had just literally everything. They had, you know, cinnamon rolls, marshmallows, caramels, Pies, cakes. I ate so much pie that night. It, it was, was like dessert freaking heaven. Like I can't even, like everything was just the best I've ever had and there was so much of it. And, and they we had ha- ribs, the ribs and we there. Had, we had ribs from Chef Jim Noble who's opening up um, Noble Smoke. So that mu- I'm very excited. And so if, if he has ribs like that there, like, um, I mean, seriously, like these ribs made me, like they brought a tear to my eye. Slap it on my butt and I've already licked it off. They were the Best ribs I've had in my life, even more than you Franklin's. know where. Yeah, Franklin's is still really good, but I, ha- I'm not gonna. Not Franklin's. I like the ribs better at the gas station place. Oh, Joe's. Yeah, Joe's City Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. I will say though, if you're gonna order a pie 
for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you should order it from Milk Last Pie. Yeah, you definitely And I should. just got an email from her saying that you have to order them in like the next week and then you have to pick them up the day before Thanksgiving somewhere. So if you're thinking about ordering and a pie. we're not going to be here, so I hope you didn't do I know. That. <laughs> okay. But, but if you were thinking about, and this is, you know, no affiliation. We're just giving a no sponsor of the pod. I wish you would sponsor the pod. I always forget if she says her name Kia or Kaya. I think it's Kiata. But oh, whatever. I don't think so. Um, yeah, go. But she does make the go best to pies. Milk Last Pie. They are the freaking best. And if you want to be a superstar at your Thanksgiving, if you want to tell your, if you want to bring together your crazy Trump uncle with your crazy hippie liberal aunt and bring everyone together, get them a Milk Last Pie. Also, you have a correction that you need to issue. Okay. Did you go to a place called Blue Smoke when Vishnu was in town? Oh, yeah. The, it's called um, City Smoke. Which I think probably everyone listening knew. <laughs> because I remember thinking like, huh, I've heard of City Smoke, but what is this okay, Blue Smoke? Okay, here's the thing though. It's such a generic name. Don't yeah. have a fucking such a generic name that like... It's not a good you, name. You just... It blurs together. And then when I doodled City Smoke and Blue Smoke, there's a hundred of them all throughout the country. Like, do something unique. I'd rather you be Loft and Cellar than... Blue smoke. Wow. What if they were smoke and rib? Yeah. What if they were what if they were barbecue and sauce? That would be better. What if they were pig and bone? What if they were uh what if they were um heart failure and diabetes? Well, I think ribs are good for you, so I take issue with your whole premise. Um, um. <laughs> ah. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Benito's. Oh, <laughs> if you God. watched our stories and you got to see me reading a dramatic, um, retelling of my letter to their customer service department. Yeah. And they sent two, two coupons for two free bags of Benito's. And I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right, but I love Benito's. Yeah. And I thought they made it right. And I'm going to post that on the story too, just so people know, like, I, we weren't like trying to like rake them over the coals. We were just being silly. And Jason thought my letter was funny. Um, I truly do love their product, but they've got great customer service, and I thought that was nice. Yeah. I think, and Olivia was saying this from Updog Kombucha, that a lot of times the oil and products just goes rancid. It's just something that happens from yeah. time to time. You can't blame, you can't blame them. No, Every once happens. in a while. And they did it right, and that's the, that's the key. People make mistakes, and you just own up to it and make it right. Um, so I have some Charlotte news, which is... Give us some Charlotte news. Like, so a lot of this is really old. I have some Charlotte news, too. Well, first of all, we haven't talked about Ariana Grande. Oh, God. So I didn't know if you'd want to talk about that. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm Team Pete. I'm Team Pete. Everyone says they saw it coming. What? Who? Jason's blindsided. Who saw it coming? I mean. What do you mean? You've known someone for two weeks and get engaged and they're going to break up? Doesn't seem like. Does love not exist anymore? Well, SNL has been on a hiatus until, I think, next week Yeah, but they don't know if he's going to come on. And I, I, I hope... You know what? He needs to take some time. Yeah, like, because he already has mental health issues, and I just hope this Ariana thing doesn't push him over the edge. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, there's a new walkway over Church Street, and that was big news in the Sky and Pancake home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it weird that I put that on Sky and Pancake news? Yeah, this is on road news. <laughs> road in, in construction updates. Yeah. They've completed the walkway that goes on Church Street over Church Street, and I don't know what's happening there, but. I love a walkway. That's what we want from our house to um, the music factory. 
Yeah, directly from our bedroom. I want a really long walkway that goes over the city. All right. More walkways. Okay. Um, Idlewild in Noda, which is a really fun restaurant that's coming, bar and restaurant. It's coming very soon in early 2009, and we're going. We're going to the opening night with Chrissy Beth, and I'm really excited, and so I just wanted to let you know that that's happening. I didn't know we were going. Um, I didn't know if you knew that Ilios Crafted Greek um, is about to open up. We run down there a lot, so it's down the very end of Church Street, past the walkway. That's beautiful. Down by Golden Cow. Um, and I really like Ilios Noche, so this is like a fast, casual version of Ilios Noche, See? so I'm excited for that. Um, Libretto's at the Epicenter is closing. Did you hear that? No, but good. Yeah, that place is not that good. Um, there's a place called Scrimp Shack. What? Scrimp. Yeah. Open in Pineville, and it's a chain, and it's fried seafood, and I'm not that excited about it, yeah. but it's here on Charlotte News, so there you go. Um, Kava, or K- Kava? Kivana. Kava. Kava yeah. opened in Park Road yesterday, so... I'd like to go. You and I have still never been. So it's basically like um, Chipotle or um, yeah. Yafo Kitchen where it's like you stand in a line and you create a bowl. Yeah, for sure. And you can build your own and everyone raves about it. And they also have blueberry soda. Apparently they have really good drinks. Oh. And I know that you would enjoy that because I know you. Yeah. Um, some news for Amy's dad. Uh-huh. So cousin Amy, did you hear that the Charlotte Cafe is closing? No, I didn't. That's Amy. He he likes to go there with his buddies. That's the same place. Yeah. So apparently they're they're they were not given the option to renew their lease, which pretty much means like it is sad for Charlotte Cafe, but on the other hand, it means that they're probably bringing something new and hip there because with you know everything that's happening there, I just don't think the Charlotte Cafe is worth their while. And it's sad, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um, Groucho's is a shout out to Allie from Eat Drink CLT. Yep. So Groucho's is finally here and it's also in Park Road Shopping Center. And I want to go try this sandwich that Allie keeps raving about. She's already been. And it's in the same place. Um, so it's in the other Park Road. The one that's got the tiny Harris Teeter. Yeah. Um, what's the Italian place that's down there? I don't know. But I have Portofino's. It's in the same place as IFA, her favorite pho restaurant. Has the Grouchos. How weird is that? No, IFA closed. Right. And the Grouchos went in there. I know. That's what she said. And IFA was her favorite, and Grouchos is her new favorite. I know. I mean, you're her old favorite that's now her new favorite. Allora. I have some news. There's a pokey place coming to the epicenter. It's called Pokey Eatery. That was on Charlotte News, like. Well, I'm just telling you because I may or may not have some connection with them that I'll tell you off pod. I know what the connection is because I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> what is it? I'm not going to say it because it's against our marriage policy. Okay. I'm not allowed to say it. Chrissy knows what it is probably because she um, knows I'm not supposed to talk about it. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> what's the best thing you ate this week? Um, Gorsh. What? <sighs> That's how Shep from Southern Charm says gosh. Gorsh. Um, I don't even know what the hell I've eaten. I haven't eaten much. I feel like I've eaten lunches at my desk, but the, I haven't even, I haven't even eaten anywhere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Grandma. Honestly, I haven't eaten anywhere. I haven't eaten anything, anything I liked. Um, no, I'm... To be honest... What did I eat? To be honest, I'd just rather eat at home. Yeah. No, I, 
I have had salads at home and I've had okay, my best thing bento boxes at my desk. Work's been very busy because we're getting ready to go to California and like I can't think of a damn thing I've had. Mine's the veal shortbread that we had at with Chef Jade. That was two weeks ago. We're talking about on this pod. I know, but they see time is a confusion to them. Okay. What did you really eat this week? Um, you have to like be honest. Well, we literally just did a pod with Olivia. Yeah, last I know. Night. So today, um, what's the best thing you ate? The best thing I ate today. Uh, I went to Laurel Market after my um, doctor's appointment, and I got the thing, my uh, Mercado. Oh, Which I, really I had the last package of Whoppers out of the front desk candy bowl at work. That's the best thing. Oh, I, I ate did today. have. Um, I love. Whoppers. I did have a Kit Kat that was Halloween flavored. That was orange. Oh, the orange ones. Those are good. Yeah. What? They're white chocolate, right? And they're just orange. Who do you call them white chocolate? But anyway, um, I think that's enough of the spot. Yeah, Jason's got to go to the Hornets game, and it's really hot in this car. But remember. Like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, mm-hmm. like us on Twitter, like us on Snapchat, like us, uh, tell your mom, tell your mom, you know what? You're probably going to be doing something with your friends. Tell a friend about Stallion Pants. Shout out to Chrissy's mom and shout out to Katie's mom from Katie Eats CLT. Mrs. Colvin. Shout out to and Julia's mom who, who was watching our Instagram live story and Julia yep. was on it. Mrs. Forbes, Mrs. Colvin, and Mrs. You guys are all menches. Nelson. You're all menches and you're all going to be rewarded in heaven. Love you.